I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast. Today on Echoes, we talk to a group whose sound has a lot of commas, Thai pop, funk, kraut rock, gospel, surf music, and I could go on. I think of them as the psychedelic music you'd listen to in the lounge after a night at the Fillmore West circa 1967 or 2067. Before we get to Krungbin, though, I want to tell you about another musician, keyboardist Nathan Spear. Nathan is a multifaceted composer whose work includes electronic music, ambient chamber music, and solo piano works. He's just released his 11th album, Quiet Wonder. It's a work of quiet, solo piano ruminations that follow the shifts and timbre and sounds of his piano through the seasons. This includes knocks, squeaks, and mechanical noise that creep into his gentle compositions. And now, let's take flight with Krungbin. You're hearing echoes, and I'm John DiLibretto. Krungbin is the Thai word for airplane, and Thai pop music is where the Texas band Krungbin take a lot of their influences. The music also sounds like it emerged from the 60s, but only after being cast through a plethora of 70s, 80s, and 90s influences. Born in the 1970s and children of 90s music, those sounds and influences are filtered. For instance, Apache, the 1960 hit by The Shadows, is sifted through a 1973 R&B song and Thai pop. The genre, I guess, that our earliest stuff sounded most like would be like shadow music. And it's called shadow music because of the shadows. Because when they toured down there, was, I guess they were one of the first bands to do like a world tour before the Beatles hit. And so they uh, stopped through many countries uh, across the world, and you can hear their influence, but especially in Thailand, where they're like, man, there's something really familiar about this. Because they have a, they have a stringed instrument that sounds very similar to a guitar. And the scales are, you know, pentatonics are across the entire planet. So. It's all about youth culture, man. The youth wants to play, like, the new stuff. So they get the new instruments, and then they mix, you know, what they know from their culture and region and their parents with this new sound. And then you get shadow music, and then you get Tone, and you get Molaham, and you get all these different regional styles. That's what got us started. Um, and we found a blog. We were uploading, like, a cassette tape a day. And... When you get to a blog that's been around for a while and there's a cassette tape a day, I mean, it's a lot of cassettes. Yeah, you can get in there, find all kinds of cool stuff you like. And that 
all gets transformed through Krongbin on songs like Maria Tambian via this 1973 R&B version of Apache. Apache, the one that we're referencing, I suppose, is the uh, Michael Wiener's Bongo Band, which is a uh, breakdance hip-hop staple since its inception. Bassist Laura Lee. The bassline. I wrote it to the breakbeat from Apache. Yeah. So this is our Apache. Bin is drummer DJ Johnson, guitarist Mark Spear, and bassist Laura Lee. Spear and Lee look like they stepped out of the stage door of the Fillmore West circa 1967. She has long black hair with bangs dusting her eyebrows, and Spear looks pretty much the same with long, thick brown hair past his shoulders and bangs shadowing his eyes. Their music has a psychedelic ambience to it that would fit right in between the lysergic sound of the Grateful Dead and Quicksilver Messenger Service on an old Fillmore Bill. You can talk about the Thai pop, R&B, and gospel influences in the group, but it's all bathed in a psychedelic sound. Laura Lee. We get asked this a lot. Um, I think psychedelic, you know, initially, I guess, was used to describe music that you would take psychedelics to. And I guess Krungbin could be that. We like proggy things, and we like hypnotic things in music, and I think those things sort of lend themselves to being psychedelic. I mean, in the West, like, as soon as you start playing Turkish scales and slightly fuzzed out, everyone thinks it's psychedelic, but really in Turkey, it's, it's just rock music. It's just the scale is so uh, unfamiliar to Western ears, so it makes it seem just really out of this world or whatever, but it just, it's completely normal in another part of the world. I've never really done LSD. But their music does create an otherworldly sound. It's bathed in reverb and fuzz guitar. Bass lines throb out of a dub-smoked dream. And the rhythms harken back to the motoric sounds of German krautrock bands like Noi and Can. It's a soundtrack for magic realism. I love magical realism. I think the thing about magical realism is like the, the writer who coined that, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, they said that he founded magical realism, but when you ask him about the magical realism in his stories, he's like, no, if you ask my family, those things happened. So I think that's what Krungbin is to me. It's like, maybe there is magical realism, but to us, it just happens.
Krungbin's music is notable by a few trademarks. One is the insistent, steady-state drumming of DJ Johnson, who came up playing drums as well as organ in St. John's Downtown Church in Houston. This is the same church where Beyonce got her start. Yeah, playing gospel music every Sunday. Uh, you play gospel for 10 years and it's going to be hard not to have that in your hands. Church teaches you to stay in the pocket. After meeting in a bar, Spear and Johnson played together in the church for years. Mark Spear says you can still hear that sound in their music on songs like The Hymn. I wrote that many, many years ago as a piece that we would vamp on while the acolytes would come down and light the candles. It's meant to be I mean, what, like, like a Bach-type progression. Really old church. central element is Mark Spears' guitar, full of wah-wah, sustains, and reverb-drenched distortion. He says he's influenced as much by singers as guitarists, and especially Middle Eastern music. I think I remember having an Om Kulsum record. He's a famous uh, Egyptian singer, like of like, really heartfelt you know, with the orchestra behind. It's not like necessarily groovy, but it's very like, it's like oldies. We're hearing that, we're hearing a few cassettes that folks have passed, been passing around of like um, Moroccan like party music. He incorporated that into his guitar playing. And I'm, not, I'm not using any crazy tunings, I'm just using a standard guitar and trying to mimic singers trying to mimic different uh, instrument ornamentations and doing it that way. And then there's the vocals which are barely there. Sometimes it's wordless, sometimes they have words, but it's mixed way back. We didn't really want to have a lead singer. Because then it just becomes about the lead singer. And it's not really about the songs anymore, it's about that personality and that whole thing. So we all sing together in unison at the same time. Krungbin may be playing tripped out music, but they still return to the church. Last time I was in Houston on a Sunday, I mean, bus parked up and I walked over to church. That's what I did. Uh, I was in church Easter Sunday, which, you know, last week. Yeah, so. That church became a home for me during that time, and I had no idea that would, that church would also give me the family that I have in Krungbin that I would be with. Man, I love going back there. However much the church is an influence, I don't think the music there will sound much like Krungbin. The 
latest album is Contoro al Mundo on Dead Oceans Records. If you want to add Kong Bin's Contoro al Mundo to your collection, go to our website at echoes.org. There's a link there for you. That's echoes, E C H O E S dot org, O R G. Next week on the Echoes podcast, we take another flight, this time with All India Radio, the great electronica artist from Australia. Join us then, or join us at Echoes Online, where you can stream the show 24 7. It's all at echoes.org. See you next week, tonight, or online, right now on Echoes. Echoes.